podcast, where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about the decline of marriage rates in the United States. Now, this has been declining for some time. The The peak of marriage was post-World War II during the proverbial baby boom. And it's been in definite decline and rapid decline since the 1980s. And you might see this just on, quote, Main Street America, even though most Main Streets are gone. Everything's been moved out to the suburbs. You guys have been through those towns where you can drive down the main highway that used to leave out of town, and now it's derelict. And this is in big cities. It's derelict because you can kind of tell it was like uh, Back to the Future, uh, where the diner was and, and the, uh, the, the the county seats and the diner and all of that. But you can tell it's all been boarded up. And certainly in small towns, you see this. But like kind of the derelict, abandoned vestige of a bygone era, you, you even see it today in other ways that marriage rates have dropped. Where do you see tux rentals? Those have all been closing. All been closing. Jewelry stores are having problems right now. Bridal boutiques having problems right now. All this kind of ancillary support industry to to weddings has suffered. And a lot of people think this is great. MGTOW's growing, blah, 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 blah. MGTOW's going to be preponderant ideology in America. Soon no man's going to be married. It's going to be the, some reverse equivalent of Lysistrata. By Aristophanes, no, my friends, it's not going to happen. But look, definitely, indubitably, the marriage rate has dropped in every part of the United States to, I mean, it, the rate is insanely low. It's about 6.9 marriages per thousand people, per thousand people. It used to be, the peak was about 16 per thousand people. So do the math. I mean, it's dropped at almost 50%, almost 50%. And this has been most dramatically seen in minority population and in the poor population. And because of this, not surprisingly, because people still want to have sex, you're seeing more illegitimate kids. And we know the, the illegitimate rate around is around 70% for the, the black community and around 40%, 45% for the blacks, or I'm sorry, for the Hispanics and the whites. So what does this mean, right? Women having kids out of wedlock or predominantly poor means what? The burgeoning welfare state. And we've talked about one of the ways, one of the biggest ways that you would see America be resurrected and be great again. And I'm not MAGA, so to speak, but just to bring back the 
I don't know, the prevailing social norms uh, of, again, the 1950s, 1850s, 1750s, of people with with decorum and comportment. There was a time where illegitimacy was, was, I mean, there was a time where the woman would be killed, but there was a time that it was frowned upon and the women would be sent to live with family. They wouldn't be in high school at the time, for example, because it would bring scandal and all these things. But the welfare states destroyed America because it's destroyed the family and the family is the domestic church and the family is the kind of the atomized individual unit which you add them all together turns individual families into society society is made up of individual people individual families so if you break up the family then it's going to affect society and then if you have a recourse quote recourse for poor decisions and you give a financial incentive for women to not get married or to leave their men, because we know women initiate divorce 75% of the time and 90% when it's college educated, when they're college educated, then you're going to see this as a result. Women turn to government. Government is the the gun of the woman, right? False allegations. The new term, psychological abuse, right? But also it's the father and the husband of the woman. She doesn't need a man. So she needs a man to breed but after that, oh, I'm pregnant, I don't need you. And then the government makes it worse by giving you more money and more incentives by having more kids out of wedlock. Because ultimately, the Leviathan wants you to be dependent on the state. This is why you see Bernie, and I'm sure Uncle Joe's going to go along with this, by saying, oh, you get free college, free college tuition for families that make under X amount of money. Right? Or we're going to wipe out your debt. All the, all these things lead to dependence. And, and once people realize that they can vote the party that's going to give them handouts and keep them in a state of subservience, of course, they don't see it as a state of subservience, then we're going to keep voting for the party that allows us to, to eat from the trough, so to speak. And that's where we are now. I mean, Mitt Romney came out back when he ran for uh, president. That must have been, what, 2012? Saying, oh, it's bad because fifty percent of only fifty percent of Americans pay into the the tax system and other fifty percent are dependents. And he was excoriated for that. <laughs> but it's the truth. We talked about it, right? I think only net taxpayers should be allowed to vote. If you are not paying taxes, you shouldn't you shouldn't vote because you're just gonna vote for the party that keeps giving you handouts. So it's human nature. It's human nature. The scorpion the frog. It's in my nature. It's human nature. So look. Marriage rates are dropping. Cohabitation rates ain't. To use the good Arkansas slang, it ain't. People are still cohabiting. So, yes, by per capita, there are less men that are getting set up to get fleeced by the system by capricious women. Yes. But don't see it as a victory. Because I've told you, MGTOW is never going to be the preponderant theory because the powers that be don't want men to opt out of marriage. And I'm not saying like the the priests don't want you to opt out because honestly, we're in a post-Christian and I would, I would argue anti-Christian world that we live in now. But government, Hollywood, academia, social media, all these things are pushing men to still marry. You see the rom-com, oh, he's the cad, he's the rake, but then he settles down with the right girl at the end. 
Happily ever after kiss. They don't see what the, what their couple is going to be like in 20 years when they're hating each other. So if you look at what's the prevailing theory, and yes, religion contributes to this for the people who are still religious. You ask a 21-year-old, are you going to get married? Yes. Why? Because I believe in true love. Well, you know, the statistics are blah, 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 blah. Uh, 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 I'm still going to get married. Well, you know, you're going to get on a plane that crashes 50% of the time. Uh, 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 uh. You can ask the 42-year-old man who's going to remarry. Are you going to get on a plane that crashes 70% of the time? Uh, uh, uh. But yes, the marriage industry is crumbling. Now, you will still find tons of women though who want to get married. And of course, they want to have the very expensive wedding. And who's paying for that? In the old days, in the old, old days, the woman would bring a dowry. Her family would bring a dowry because they knew men were <laughs> inherently bachelors and didn't want to not just settle for one woman. They just didn't want to settle for domesticity. And of course, there's exceptions to this. And, and normally, there was a certain age where the bachelor would settle down. But they'd sweeten the pot with the dowry. And then later, the woman's family would pay for it. But now, most, most more often than not, the woman's like, I want this dress. I want this filmographer. I want this location. I want this. this I want a destination wedding. Honey, this is going to be $60,000. Shut up. Pay. Okay. You know, you, you know how hand-packed men are. So they're going to end up paying for all this. And then they're going to get in debt for a day, an event that takes a day. And look, I'm not talking about, look, sacramental marriage I think is beautiful. But you don't need $60,000 in a gigantic wedding reception where, where people are passing out puppies like in, in the movie Bridesmaids. You could just get married in a chapel. That's dirt cheap. But you know, There's that old saying, women want to be the bride, but they don't want to be a wife. Women want to have children, but they don't want to be mothers. A lot of couples, not not just the women, they just think about marriage, the wedding, just everything. Their whole life's been set up for the wedding, but they don't understand the rigor of marriage and how difficult it is. So a lot of these women and men, I mean, the men are definitely emotionally stunted, but a lot of these women don't, don't understand. So when it gets hard, their capricious, solipsistic nature, and sometimes hypergamous nature will kick in, they get disillusioned. When women are disillusioned, bad things happen, my friends. Bad things can happen. So look, in closing, is it good? Is it good that marriage rates are dropping in America and it's the lowest it's ever been? I don't know. I mean, look, from a Christian perspective, I think it's great if nobody is having illegitimate children and fornicating outside of wedlock, but we know this is the opposite. So on one level, I believe that it's good that the marriage rate is dropping if there was a concomitant drop of fornication. But we know men and women or just fornicating, living in sin, and then having bastard ch children. We don't use that term anymore, but bastard children. We know the statistics of bastard children, what happens to them. So we can't say that's necessarily good for the children. The stepfather effect, kids raised by their non-biological father have up to 40 times more likely chance to be physically and sexually abused. In addition to you know dropout, rage, drug use, incarceration, all these things. So we can't say it's good for the kids. It's not good for um, taxpayers. It's not good for our American values, which now are you know vilified and denounced by the radical left as being bad. This is why we have like the 1607 initiative and all this nonsense. So who, so who is it really benefiting that the marriage rate is dropping? If the marriage rate was dropping and we were entering some weird third great awakening 
where men were like, I'm going to turn inward and turn to prayer and follow the Ten Commandments and work on myself and purge my demons and all these things, and I'm going to stay away from marriage and to work on myself. All right, that's great. And then maybe women would have to look in the mirror and be like, what have we done wrong? What ideologies have we embraced that have been horrible for us and therefore horrible for marriage and has caused the sexes to hate each other? So we're looking at postmodernist thinking, radical feminism, all the things we talk about here. And maybe it would take it would give them a, a chance to cogitate over this and be like, huh, maybe we need to reorient our values. And then both the man and the women are reorienting their values, and maybe society can benefit from it. But that's not happening. Barring some electromagnetic black bomb being dropped on the world where no electricity works and we revert to paleolithic living standards, there's not going to be a reversion to traditional gender norms. There's not. So yeah, marriage rates are dropping, but sin is on the rise. Of course, sin's always been here, but sin's on the rise and fornication's on the rise and illegitimacy's on the rise. And so no, I can't laud what is occurring right now. I cannot. I cannot laud it. If it was marriage rates dropping, cohabitation dropping, people living alone, people living chaste celibate lives, go to the episodes we just did on the benefits of that then yes, I would praise that. But I'm not necessarily praising the dropping of the marriage rates. I think it's indicative of a lot of things, certainly things that we're not talking about here. There are couples that would marry if the the the, the economy was improving, and certainly COVID has probably scared some people into not getting married. But I don't foresee a spike in marriage rates. I don't foresee it. Uh, I mean, may, certainly in the white population, if you look at the, the immigrant populations can be a little higher. The United States' natural increase is not done by domestic births. It's mostly from immigrants and immigrant birth, just like you see in Europe. But I just don't I just don't see a reversion. Women are going to keep on aborting and contracepting. Men as a whole are going to be tolerant of, of the of the first and complicit in the second. They have no problem with women contracepting. And I just see uh, our, our gradual slouching towards Sodom and Gomorrah, unfortunately. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles that we have there. If you appreciate my content, please post an honest review right now. Five stars. It helps with the analytics so more people can get to our content. If you want to donate financially, there's a PayPal link found in the episode notes. So please donate some shekels there. I'm also an Amazon affiliate, so if you click on the link for Naturopathic Earth, that's found in the episode notes because I know it's hard to spell. It takes you to the website. On the right side, you'll see my two books, Confessions of an Obese Child and Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior. Click on those little thumbnails. It takes you to Amazon. Now, you could buy my books there, Kindle or paperback, or you can just search on Amazon and buy shoes, lamps, whatever you want. And if you buy something within 24 hours by going through our links, we get a 2% commission, no expense to you. Also, if you want to schedule a one-on-one talk with me to talk about red pill stuff or weight loss, weight maintenance, contact me through the clarity.fm link. And lastly, as I mentioned, subscribe and post an honest review for The Awakened Man. Also for the female holistic health apothecary, we just did an episode on bioidentical hormone replacement for menopausal women. And also subscribe and post a review for Confessions of an Obi Strad, where we just talked about my history of binge eating and how fasting has helped ameliorate that. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Music attributed to Nine Inch Nails.